celebrate today the votive mass of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of Divine Providence. And we do this because today is the Saturday closest to the anniversary of our arrival in Ireland on, John Melagin would know, was it February 29th, because it was a leap year, 2012. We are then here eight years, and what the providence of God has accomplished for us in these eight years is nothing less than astonishing. This Mass of the Mother of Divine Providence is especially dear to me by reason of the proper texts. I'm not able to sing all of the proper texts because we don't have the notated version of them. They are nonetheless extraordinarily profound and consoling in their message. Yes, I say consoling. The intro it given in the Missal is taken from the 19th chapter of St. John. An unusual thing to sing a fragment of the gospel at the intro, but it does happen on a few occasions in the course of the liturgical year. Woman, behold thy son, said Jesus to his mother, and then to the disciple whom he loved, he said, Behold thy mother. The Blessed Virgin Mary is given to us by Jesus from the high place of the cross, the place of his enthronement. He crucified Jesus as King. And the first gift he makes to his church from the high place of his enthronement is the gift of his mother. And she is given us in a special way as the mother of divine providence. That is to say, she who collaborates, cooperates with the providence of God that rules all things mightily and sweetly. It is Mary who cooperates and collaborates 
most intimately, most effectively, most perfectly with all the operations of divine providence. The one who entrusts his life to the Blessed Virgin Mary thereby entrusts his life to the providence of God. The collect of the Mass is, yes, I said, consoling. O God, whose providence in its dispositions, the providence of God orders all things either by willing them directly or by permitting them. O God, whose providence in its dispositions non falitur never makes a mistake. Now is that not consoling? That the providence of God never makes a mistake. And even when the providence of God permits, permits, I say, evil to befall us, the will of God is to draw good out of that evil. And we pray that by the intercession of the Blessed Virgin, Mary, the mother of thy son, Noxia cuncta suvum omenas. Hmm. Thou wouldst remove all harmful things, toxic things, hurtful things from us. And give us all things whatsoever that will be necessary in the future. I find this a wonderful prayer. The gospel given for this Mass is most appropriately that of the wedding feast at Cana. St. John tells us that Jesus and his disciples were invited to this wedding feast. Et era mater Jesu ibi, and the mother of Jesus was there. The wine came to be lacking and the mother of Jesus intervenes and this is the important thing without being asked. No one, according to St. John's account in the Gospel, no one went to the Blessed Virgin Mary to say, Madam, would you have a word with your son? No, Our Lady was there. And as always, she was taking in everything going on around her. 
observing everything. And I think reading the hearts of the bridegroom and the bride. Just as the Blessed Virgin Mary present in your life and in mine observes everything that is going on. She sees what our needs are. And without being asked, because she is a mother, she intervenes. A mother doesn't wait to be asked. When a mother's intervention is necessary, she intervenes. Our part in this, of course, is to recognize and welcome and cooperate with the interventions of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And we see that a wondrous sign was given because Those concerned cooperated with the intervention of the Mother of Divine Providence. The Mother said to the servants, Whatsoever he says, do ye. And of course you know the rest of the story. The water was changed into wine. Astonishingly, head waiter, who said to the bridegroom, the custom is to serve the good wine first, and then when everyone has drunk, to serve the wine of lesser quality. But you have kept the good wine until now. This sign Jesus did it in Cana of Galilee to manifest his glory, that is to say, to manifest his divinity. And his disciples believed in him. Whenever Our Lady intervenes, she does so in order to increase our faith in her Divine Son. And I can say, after eight years here, that Our Lady, Mother of Divine Providence, has intervened over and over again in big ways, in little ways, in little ways because the Blessed Virgin Mary is the most sensitive and attentive of mothers. She notices even the little things and she looks after them. This has been my experience. And I remember some years ago celebrating this votive mass Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of Divine Providence, on the anniversary of our arrival 
here and being absolutely astonished when I read the communion anthem. Filii tui sicut novelle olivarum in circuitu mense tuo. Thy sons shall be as shoots of the olive tree round about thy table. Table, in the context of this communion anthem, of course, is the altar of the holy sacrifice. And there are new shoots all about the altar. When we arrived, Father Benedict and I, eight years ago, there were two of us. And now you see the growth that God has given, that God has given, and that the Blessed Virgin Mary has obtained. Because this is her monastery. We venerate her as our Lady Abbess. That is to say, she is the mother. She is the sovereign lady. She is the queen. Everything in this monastery is hers, and everyone in this monastery belongs to her. We are entirely in her keeping. And because we are in her keeping, we shall never be disappointed in our hopes, plural, and never disappointed in our hope. O Clement, O Pia, O Gracious, O Father, in the name of the Father,